Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for December 16th, 2019. Man, we are at the end of the year. Tomorrow, I'm going to share my last message of the year. Then on Wednesday, I'm going to the Dominican Republic early in the morning on a missions trip. Uh, thank you for all of those that donated to be able to, to be a blessing to the children that we have there. We're going to be able to buy them toys, give them an amazing Christmas party. So thank you so much for being a blessing to our ministry and also being a blessing uh, to them. But with that, I have a message today to share and a message tomorrow. And uh, and then that'll be it for this year. So let's get into this message for this morning. I've been teaching a series entitled Grace and Truth. I'll continue to flow in that vein. Today is part 68 of the overall series. The title of today's message is You Are Called by God's Grace. I don't know if you know that, but I got to tell you that this is the word of God. This is the will of God. You are called by God's grace, by his unmerited favor. You have been called by God and he did it because of him, not because of you. He did it by his grace. The foundational scriptures for this series are John 1 and 14 and John 1 and 17. In John 1 and 14, the Bible says that uh, Jesus, the word became flesh and he dwelt among us. We were able to behold his glory. It's the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father, full of grace and truth. In verse 17, the Bible says that the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So we've been studying that grace. We, 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 we've come to the, to the acknowledgement, the recognition that we are born again, blood-bought, spirit-filled believers, New Testament believers, and we want to live by the grace of God. And so we've studied a lot in this series. Today, I want to look at the Apostle Paul. I love the Apostle Paul. I want to share something with you that the Apostle Paul said about himself and about his call. This is Galatians chapter 1, verses 15 and 16. The Bible says, the Apostle Paul said about himself, but before I was born, he says, even before I was born, God chose me and called me by his marvelous grace. Then it pleased God to reveal his son to me. Why? So that I could go out and preach the good news about Jesus to the Gentiles. He was like, God called me before I was born. He did this by grace. And then he told me what the call was so that he gave me my divine assignment so that I could go out there and get it done. But I want to talk about the fact that God called Paul and called us before we were born. And it doesn't matter what we did. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like we can disqualify ourselves from something that we never qualified for in the first place. So let me tell you a little bit about the Apostle Paul. Yes, you may know that the Apostle Paul went on four missionary journeys. He was used of God to start churches all over Asia Minor. He was used of God to, to do, a matter of fact, in the first century church, outside of Jesus, he is the most influential character. He wrote half the New Testament. But if you ask Paul, like early in his life, hey, is this, if, hey, Paul, write out your autobiography, uh, it would not have looked like this. Paul grew up as Saul of Tarsus. That was his identity. He was being groomed to be part of the Jewish religious elite. He studied under the greatest teacher of the law in his day. His name, this man's name was Gamaliel. Paul was mentored by Pharisees of the, of the Pharisees, right? I mean, he was like, he was prepared to be part of this tribe or this sect that actually was fighting. These were the people that had Jesus crucified. And so, so because of it, Paul was fighting against the cause of Christ. He was too young when, when it was time to kill Stephen, the first Christian martyr, right? Where, where Jesus even stood up, the Bible says in heaven, when Stephen was killed. When it was time to kill Stephen, Paul was too young to throw the stones himself. So he held the coats 
of the men that were there. He was complicit to murder. He was there. He also, when he was old enough, he led the persecution movement against Christians. And he did this with all the zeal that he could muster. He did this with all of his might. He had Christians imprisoned and stoned and burned at the stake and eaten alive by wild animals in Colosseums. All the while he was doing this as Saul of Tarsus, he thought he was doing this for God. But he wasn't. I mean, he was obviously, this is the kind of crazy stuff that happens in the name of religion when people don't really know God, when people don't really have a true relationship with Jesus. But through it all, through all the mistakes, this is the point of God's grace. Look at me. Through all the mistakes, through all the wrong turns, through all the bad deeds, Paul later acknowledged that none of that disqualified himself from the assignment. God had called them before he was born, and God called them by God's marvelous, unearned grace, his, this unmerited favor. So what does this mean to you today? Because you are also called by grace. So on this Monday morning, I have four things to share with you. Let's get into these four things. Let me run through them. Number one, God made plans for you before the world began. I, I keep telling you this because you got to get this down in your heart. While Paul was being groomed to scale the ladder of the Jewish religious elite, God's plans for him were already set. Nothing the apostle did while he was living as Saul of Tarsus could change God's plans. And nothing you do can change God's plans for your life either. Before Paul had one Christian killed, before he held the coats uh, of the men who killed Stephen, before he went on even one incarceration campaign, God had already called Paul to preach the gospel. And he, he had called Paul to preach the gospel that he was fighting against. And think about that for a minute. So God's plan for your life is fixed and it's established. Nothing you do can cause God to change his plans for you. The key to understanding uh, this, right, is, is to get into the point where you're like, okay, look, for me to become the man or the woman that God has called me to be, I have to die to self. You, you have to be willing to die to whatever you've done, good or bad. And even if you, oh, no, Rick, I'm not Paul. I lived a good life. I was in church every Sunday. I did, the, okay, fine. Even that, psh, die to that too. You have to die to self. Whatever your perceived goodness is or your perceived badness is, die to self and rest in God's finished work. The only way to truly succeed in life is to become, be determined to become the man or the woman that God has called you to be. Number two, God calls you by grace, not by works. Paul did nothing to earn his call. Paul did nothing to deserve his call. You can make the argument that he actually did a whole bunch of stuff to disqualify himself, but he could never get disqualified. Why? Because Jesus qualified him. And the same holds true for you. God does not call you because of your works. God calls you because of his purpose and his grace. This is 2 Timothy 1 and 9. So on this Monday morning, let me tell you that God's call on your life is already done. It's already finished. It will not change. You cannot disqualify yourself because you never qualified in the first place. All you can do is accept it, believe it, embrace it, and walk it out because this is God's finished work. And when you do, when you start living this way, that is not about you and it's all about him, you will live an amazing life. There is a supernatural life waiting for you on the other side of your personal cross, but you will never get to that side until you die to self. You will never start becoming or living as the man, the woman that God called you to be until you are willing to die to the person that you became on your own without God. Number three, whoo, glory. Many believers are working to earn what God has already provided. Think about it. You're working on earning something 
that God has already provided. While Paul was living as Saul of Tarsus, it is clear that he was a driven man. He was focused. He worked hard on becoming part of the Jewish religious elite. He worked hard on persecuting Christians. He worked hard on obtaining the approval of God. However, what he didn't know is that Jesus had already made him approved. So he was working hard on receiving something that he already had. He was already pleasing in God's sight. He, he, he was working hard to earn something that was already provided, with, which is why human power, human ability, human strength, when you just live in your humanity, when you're trying to earn everything by the sweat of your brow, you are living a flawed life. It is not until you stop and it's not about you, and you enter into God's rest, and you rest in the fact that Jesus made you worthy, and you rest in the fact that I'm not perfect, but Jesus was perfect for me, until you get to that point where you can enter into God's rest, you will never fully embrace the grace of God. So stop working on obtaining God's approval. You already approved if you're in Jesus. You're approved because of him, not because of you. The only way for you to be pleasing in God's sight is for you to be hidden in Christ and for Christ to be revealed in you. So stop fighting. Stop trying to earn righteousness. The only way to be righteous is to rest in the righteousness that Jesus already provided. You can't work on being holy. The only way to be holy is to rest in the holiness that's provided in Christ Jesus. You are not righteous because of what you do. You are not righteous because of what you fail to do. If you are righteous, you are only righteous because of what Jesus did. So stop trying to work hard for everything and receive and embrace what Jesus already provided you. And number four, and finally, as I close out this message on this Monday morning, your life will change forever the day you die to self and you learn to enter into God's rest. That's it. Rest in God's finished work. When you get to this point, you know that you're not working to obtain anything. Right? You're receiving what Jesus already obtained for you. You are in a position now to exercise faith that lays hold of God's grace. So by faith, you believe, you receive, and you pursue everything that God has already provided for you and for your life and for your destiny. So, but let me say this about, because I'm talking about not working and working and resting and all of that. Don't make the mistake of thinking that what I'm saying and what the gospel preaches or teaches is that, that when you embrace the grace of God, you don't have to do anything. Let me make sure that I clarify what I'm saying so that you understand that you cannot work for grace, but doggone it, you better work by grace. So you are called to do, Ephesians 2 and 10 says that you're born again. God made you a new person so that you can spend the rest of your life doing the good works that God already planned for you to do. So you're not working for grace, but you will work by grace. And when you start working by grace, listen, and you're not relying on human effort, but it's God in you. At that point, I'm a witness. You will work harder than you ever have in life. But at that point, you know it's not you. It's God living in you. He's giving you the words. He's performing the work. So as I close, let me tell you that the Apostle Paul understood this. He said in 1 Corinthians 15 and 10, he was like, man, I've been working hard. You know, but listen, let me, let me try. How can I explain this? He says, I worked harder than all the other apostles, but it wasn't even me doing it. It was the grace of God in me. It was the grace of God working through me. The Apostle Paul understood that when you embrace the grace of God, watch this, this is, I'll say this as I close, you can work and rest at the same time. You're working in your body, but you're resting in your spirit at the same time. You're working because God is leading you to do things, but you're resting. You're not, you're not emotionally, psychotic, 
psychologically, uh, spiritually, you know that you're not working on to earn anything. You're already good. You're already going to heaven. You're already called. You're already blessed. Every All spiritual blessings in heavenly place, places are already yours in Christ Jesus, as Ephesians 1 and 3. So while you're doing all of this as a physical man, you are resting in your soul. You are resting in your spirit. You have peace. You have joy. You do it with a smile on your face. Your body doesn't break down because now you're doing it by the grace of God. The spirit of God is moving on you, in you, with you, and for you. And you sleep well because God gives his beloved sweet sleep. And so you're working and you're resting at the same time. You know why? Because you're called by grace. Let's close this message out as a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Declare this over your life. Say, Father, there was a time in my life when I worked hard on obtaining your approval. I was doing it by the sweat of my brow. I worked hard on being holy. I did all that I could to be righteous. <laughs> but nothing that I ever did could ever be good enough. Thankfully, now I understand the gospel. Jesus was good enough for me. I rest in his finished work. I am holy because Jesus made me holy. I am righteous because Jesus' righteousness was imputed on me. I cannot work for grace, but I shall work by grace. I work harder than I ever have, but I don't get exhausted, stressed out, or burnt out because I'm not the one doing it. It is you, Father, living in me. You give me the words and you perform the work. By your grace, I am able to work and rest at the same time. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put your email address in there. You'll get all my notes in your email inbox for free. Head into this day, head into this week, determined to work and rest at the same time by the grace of God. I love you. God loves you. Live an amazing life. God bless you.